0: What's up, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. In today's show, I'm talking about personal trainers and how to tell if your personal trainer is good or bad. Does your coach suck or is your coach a great trainer? That's what I'm talking about in today's show, something that anyone who's dabbled with personal training um, as a job needs to hear to be a better trainer. Anyone who wants to be a strength coach or a trainer or just you know is into fitness and wants to make a career out of that this is something they need to hear but also the people who are just wanting to get more fit and more healthy and they're thinking about hiring a coach as the new year comes up maybe they want to you know have a personal trainer maybe they already do and they're kind of wondering does my trainer suck or you know is there a reason i'm not getting the results i'm supposed to uh that's what i'm going to answer today's show so i hope you guys enjoy the episode i hope you guys get a lot from it and uh thank you for listening What's up, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, the host of the Triple F Podcast, the one and only host, your host, of this show. And in today's show, it's a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. This episode is coming up a little later here on Wednesday, December 13. I hope you guys all enjoyed the interview that dropped on December 11. If you haven't heard that one, you need to go hear it. Um, I apologize for a little bit of the audio quality issues. Uh, Just kind of testing out different mic setups, and this one wasn't the best one that we had for audio quality, but it was one of my best interviews, and it was one of the ones I think had the most valuable information. I mean, they all do, but this one I really had a great time with. So I really hope that you guys are able to kind of push through that audio quality issue that might be in there, crank that phone up if it's too quiet and, uh, you know, just be able to soak in all that information that Tom had to share. Hope you guys all enjoyed that one. I have another interview coming out next Monday. I think you guys will like that as we finish out the year strong with another interview and a very successful person is gonna be on the show uh, for that. So I look forward to that. That interview is tomorrow morning and um, I am basically done with this semester of work. So my work basically goes in semesters because I train athletes at a school. So those students will... You know, they're in finals right now. Hopefully that's all going well. Uh, They're in dead week the week before. So the training's been a little slower, but that really had me thinking a lot about me as a coach and how I can develop myself. So kind of as I've been coming to the end here, it's just to the end of this year and the end of this semester of training athletes, the end of the semester, end of this year, coaching some clients online. Uh, I've just been thinking about how I can improve myself as a coach and a trainer and help the people that I help get more results than they ever thought was possible. Uh, so I thought about doing an episode on how I'm going to grow or what I learned this year, but I'm going to actually save an episode like that for the very last one of the year for workout Wednesday. Uh, but I am going to, I am going to talk about trainers. I'm going to talk about coaches. I'm going to go over if your trainer sucks. Basically, what qualities make a good coach, a good trainer? What should you look out for if you're looking to hire one? What are some things that you need to be be kind of uh, mindful of? What are some things that are red flags also uh, that come up? when you're looking at trainers and maybe trying them out, hiring them, maybe you're doing that fitness assessment that always comes with a membership. Uh, there's lots of different scenarios. Maybe you're actually a student and you're an athlete and you want to know if your strength coach sucks. You to maybe find somebody else, right? There's a lot of different things. And in general, I will recommend people to trust the process. So a lot of times for my experience as a trainer, especially as a personal trainer, just for general population people, they're kind of quick to jump ship if they don't see results really quick. So you have to be, you have to be aware that results aren't going to come overnight, that it is going to be a journey and it is going to be something that you, you have to take action on. You're going to be held responsible for it, right? If you don't get results, it might not actually be your trainer's fault. It might be your fault. Uh, and you might just need to take more action, work harder, be more consistent, not cancel those sessions. There's a lot of different things that, Kind of, I guess, are an asterisk on this episode, but there are some things to look out for as you're looking for personal trainers. I mean, I've seen all kinds of trainers and coaches since I've been kind of in this game, since 2013 is really when I started personal training. Um, So I trained, read a lot of information, and learned a lot before that. That was already a couple years into my education. And Then I got a job at a gym, started at a front desk, kind of observed a lot of things, and then became a personal trainer later that year. And, uh, you know, I I really liked it. You know, I was able to get clients. I was able to get some extra money training people. I was able to see other trainers, kind of, I guess, in a way, compare what they do to what I do, find the pros and cons from each, and maybe help my clients more by taking that information objectively. Uh, And then, you know, eventually I moved over to the strength conditioning kind of strength and conditioning side of things, training athletes, and you see all kinds of coaches, right? You see full-time coaches. You see coaches paid big bucks. You see coaches not paid nearly enough. You say... You see interns paid zero, but they're all coaching athletes to the best of their ability. They're all doing what they think is going to help the athletes the most. And in general, all the coaches where I'm at all care about the athletes that they're working with and they want them to succeed. And that's what they care about. And that's why they chose the profession. So hopefully all trainers and coaches have that mindset where they want to help you and they want to get you the most results, the fastest, right? That's really what the name of the game is. And in, fitness training i mean that's what people come to trainers and coaches for is to get the results faster to be held accountable to be forced to be consistent and to achieve all like optimal programming and exercise selection there's good and bad apples and everything i mean people rag on certain sports people rag on certain uh, schools or facilities or gym types or even uh, types of working out like crossfit people will maybe say you know CrossFit sucks or something or maybe coaches in this sport suck or coaches at this school suck. But in reality, there's good and bad apples everywhere, right? There's some of the best coaches in the world are CrossFit coaches. Some of the best coaches in the world are at the same place as the worst coaches in the world. And there's going to be good and bad apples no matter where you look, no matter where you go. So you have to be you have to be able to discern between the two and you have to be able to, uh, choose a good trainer since you can, you know, you're putting your results first, you're paying the money, you're committing financially. So you want to choose something that's going to actually help you be successful. That's, what's really important. And I mean, as, as a trainer and a coach myself, I've come a long way, I think, and I really hope that the people that I train are seeing more results than they would have in 2013 when I first started, right? You have to start somewhere as a coach and a trainer. If you're listening to this, uh, usually I just recommend diving in and getting started with, you know, you need a little bit of education, but you do need to just get started and get some time under the belt and just start training people. You learn from mistakes. You learn from trial and error. You learn that maybe, let me talk about a couple things I learned just as a trainer. So just as a personal trainer, I learned, you know, uh, people need such customized programs. You can't just write a program that is an optimal program. It might be the best that you know of, right? It might be the perfect split, the perfect exercises, the most bang for your buck on everything. But maybe you have a client, I had in a client once that just could not have a neutral back. They had a very hunched back and they could not straighten it out. And You know, I had all these compound exercises, big exercises, and I just kind of pressed through it and had him do them. And I probably shouldn't have looking back on it. He never got hurt. But now I learned from training someone like that and then working, you know, years past that, that maybe somebody like that could use more corrective uh, techniques and more corrective exercises to fix the problems so they don't make them worse, and that's just one of the lessons I learned. There is the guy I talked about in a past episode who just loved intensity, right? He always wanted to be hammered into the ground in our training sessions. He always wanted to just be, you know, make it feel like a military boot camp every single time because that was his background, and. I learned a couple things from training somebody like that. I learned um, that you do have to give the client what they want. If they want that intensity, try to give it to them. But then you need to also program program wisely and not just kind of fall into what the client wants. Try to explain to them um, why you're doing what you're doing, how it's going to benefit them and put things in that'll see them that'll make them see results in those areas without actually um, overtraining them. So it's things that weren't necessarily mistakes on my part, but they were just things I could have done better. And looking back on it uh, as a coach and a trainer, you have to be willing to grow. You have to be willing to learn. Um, Those are just a couple examples. There's all kinds of them uh, where I you know, look back and say, I could have done this better. And it's not looking, not kind of looking bad at yourself, or it's not hammering yourself down. It's just basically trying to grow and trying to learn which is what we all should be doing. Right. Uh, so that's kind of my journey as a coach and trainer, learning lessons by training people. Now I'm kind of at the point has been over four years since I started training people. And over that time, the kind of the level of people I've trained is, just a crazy difference to go from just kind of general population in a commercial 24-hour gym as a personal trainer, uh, moving up to a Division One university, strength conditioning, you're training some of the best athletes in their sports. And you know, some national champion athletes. Uh, and a lot of it, the principles are the same though, in training and in coaching, whether you're a strength coach, personal trainer, maybe you're even like a life coach, or maybe like I said, you are on the market for one and you're trying to find a good coach or trainer. There's a lot of things that I've learned that are qualities of good coach and trainer, things that continually need to be work on and like as a coach and trainer and things you need to really look out for as Ray as red flags. So I'm going to go over some of those. I came up with six really good ones that I think are just the most critical. I'm just going to focus on the big ones uh, that you need to look out for if you're looking for a coach or a trainer. So how do you know if your trainer or coach sucks? Number one is you want to look for a trainer or coach that coaches, not watches, right? You don't want a watcher. You want a trainer. You don't pay somebody just to stand there and look at you do an exercise, whether it's wrong, whether it's right. There's usually a way to improve it. So unless you're an expert, advanced fitness fanatic, you probably need some work and you probably need some coaching. So a good trainer or coach should be able to cue you up on certain things, right? If you're doing a squat, they won't just stand there and watch the squat and count one, two, three, four, right? They need to actually give you cues and help you out, right? Give you things that are helping you progress in the exercise. So talk about things like I mean, simple ones are like knees out, right? Sit back, push on the heels, keep your chest up, keep your head down. These different things that seem small, but they're going to help you out. Maybe they're even giving you a spot, but just active coaching. That's one of the biggest signs I think as I'm working at you know, this university even and seeing interns come in and out, the good interns, the ones that stick are really the ones that coach and they're the really ones that get in there, even if they don't a hundred percent know everything about the exercise, not afraid to ask questions, but they are going to tell what they know to the person and help them as best they can. They're not just going to stand in the corner watching. And as a personal trainer, no one should be watching, right? You're getting paid good money to actually help the person and help the results come faster and make sure they're doing every single thing right. So if you're not doing, if you're not doing the exercise right, your trainer should be helping you on that. Be sure you hire a coach, not a watcher. Number two on how to know if your trainer sucks is customization. You really want a coach or a trainer that is going to constantly customize your program. You don't want someone who's making cookie cutter programs. This is something I, I kind of uh, stumbled into after a while, right? And it was it was basically right away because I wrote out a perfect program for somebody. It was just what I would want for you know an ideal avatar client. And this client came in, wasn't able to do a couple things, and immediately had to customize. And if a coach does not customize and they just uh, make your client push through or they you know, don't even back up progression, for example. So if someone's doing, let's use the barbell squat as an example, a barbell squat and they cannot get low enough and they stop right above 90 degrees, for example, or even at 90 degrees, uh, not a good trainer, not a good coach would just let this go on, right? Let you do your reps, get your weights, continue progressing you but a good coach or trainer would see that and customize based on that. So maybe they would throw in some mobility drills in between sets to help you get into those positions, improve your warm up so you're able to get in those positions better and pain-free, or maybe they'd just change the variation altogether. They'd give you a barbell split squat, maybe they'd give you a box squat so you go back and sit onto a box or a bench. They would customize based on your needs and that's a huge a huge attribute of a good coach is that they're able to customize on the spot. They're able to see a need and able to fill it right away. That's a sign of someone who's educated. That's a sign of someone who is able to, you know, train themselves and who's trained a lot of people. Number three is, uh, this a good relationship builder. That's a huge thing for a trainer and a coach. I've learned that myself, you know, you start out, it's, it's always awkward. I mean, as a new personal trainer, it's always awkward to have your first client. You don't know what to talk about. You're there with them for an hour or maybe even just a half hour, but you know, you're there and there's a lot of rest time. There's a lot of downtime. You can't talk about training for the whole hour. So you have to make conversation, build a relationship with them. If the person that you have as a trainer or coach, isn't someone you feel comfortable with, you're not going to be able to ask for help. You're not going to be able to improve the most. And they're not really going to be able to serve you the best because they can't build a relationship with you. A good coach or a good trainer is going to be a great relationship builder, a great communicator and a great, um, a great empathizer, right? Someone who can really see your needs, what you're going through that day, able to customize based on that, able to make your training enjoyable, something you want to go to. That's a huge portion of being a coach and a trainer. And if your coach or trainer, can't do that. He's probably not a great one. Number four is that they walk the talk. I've seen this way too many times that I've seen um, strength coaches at, you know, division one level who can't even lift very heavy weights themselves, or they don't even know how to do certain exercises, or they their programming does not reflect that they are a strength based athlete. Uh, Maybe it's a personal trainer, and they're actually overweight or not very fit themselves. Maybe they even I, I knew a personal trainer, Not, I'm not going to name names or anything, but I knew a personal trainer who smoked. I mean, that's kind of messed up, right? Personal trainer who smokes, was a little overweight, definitely should not have been the go-to source for health for those clients. Uh, it's important that your coach or trainer walks the walk, walks the talk, excuse me. I mean, you can be educated, you can instruct, you can coach, you can teach all you want, but if you're not able to do it with yourself Why are those results going to come off on somebody else? If I was looking for a coach or a trainer, I would look for someone who is able to get to the point that I would want to be with themselves. And that would be a sign to me that they're able to take me there as well. That is why people who are really fit, people who are really strong, uh, just training, training, Like Clients will come to them, right? People ask, hey, do you offer coaching? I like what you're doing. You're in crazy shape. Will you coach me? It'll come to you if you have to go out and find clients all the time. You might not be walking the talk enough, and that's a sign of maybe a sucky coach or trainer. All right, number five is that a good coach will help you get to – they'll help you get to where you want to be. So I'll get you results and so they know how to motivate you to get there, right? This is part of the relationship building process, but you have to know how to motivate somebody for like athletes. For example, there's some athletes that respond great to screaming at the top of your lungs while they're lifting a weight. There's some athletes that need a crazy hard slap on the back before they get under the barbell, but there's some athletes that just need to be pulled aside and shown how to do a movement, right? It's, there's different types of people, different types of relationships, and different types of motivation that people receive, and you have to be able to discern that as a trainer or coach. If your coach can't motivate you and they can't get you to where you want to be, if they can't even hold you accountable, it uh, might be a problem, right? And you need to find someone who connects with you on the best level. When I was playing basketball in high school, there's a, you know maybe one coach who it didn't motivate me the same way as another coach. And maybe I wasn't necessarily better as a basketball player, uh, but the coach that motivated me better and was able to get their message across in the way I like to receive it. uh, I played better for that coach, right? it's just natural that you're going to respond better to the person who gives you the kind of feedback that you thrive off of. It's the same in business. If your manager or your boss is, you know, way too harsh with you and you don't respond to that, then you're not going to really grow. And, this the opposite is true as well. If you're, if they're kind of a doormat and they're not very aggressive or they're not very stern with you, but you need that kind of kick in the pants, um, you're not going to grow either. Right? So you have to have someone who connects with you. And that's really just a personal, a personal preference. It's not necessarily, I guess, a sign of a trainer that sucks. It might just suck for you. So you have to find someone who motivates you and will help you get to where you want to be and help you be consistent on a daily basis. Last one here on how to know if your trainer is good or bad is growth. I would say that's a necessity. You would have to see your trainer or your coach grow themselves. I don't necessarily mean physically. I mean in all facets, right? Grow business wise. You want to see them succeeding and adding clients, maybe even charging more, more demand for their services. Um, Maybe they are physically working on themselves. They look better over time. They get stronger over time. They they improve their performance over time. Maybe they compete in an event. You can see that growth. Maybe they just talk to you about their education and they're able to add in new training concepts over time. Experiment with new techniques with you and just apply the things that they're learning. But that shows they're growing and they're interested in themselves and growing themselves because it's the same thing about walking the talk is that if they're not willing to put in the work to grow themselves, why are you trusting them with your growth, right? So I would be very mindful of the actual growth you see from your own trainer. That could be as simple as just a new exercise and you see that they research that. It can be, you can even ask them, you know, what are you reading? What are you learning? What's your education like right now pick their brains see what see what they're doing to improve themselves and to grow So guys, it's the new year. The new year's coming up. We got about two and a half weeks until 2018 is upon us, which is just crazy. Uh, seems just like yesterday. It was 2013 and I was starting to train and work in a gym. Uh, time has flown. Time flies and you're having fun. But since it is coming up on New Year's, people might be looking for coaches or trainers trying to get a jump start on their fitness goals. If you are in the market for one, be sure you look out for these different things I talked about. Be sure you have a coach that coaches, not watches. They customize your program. They're able to build a relationship. They walk the talk. They're growth minded and they really help you get to where you want to be motivating you the right way. Just critical things um, are really things you look out for when you're looking for a trainer or a coach coming up here in 2018. I hope you guys are all having a great week so far. I will talk to you on Friday, uh, but, For now, be sure, you know, if you're looking into training, be mindful of these things. And I do recommend people at least try personal training and coaching, especially when they get started. It'll really speed up your results to have a coach. I think even coaches should have coaches, coaches should have mentors, Uh, successful people should have people they look up to. Um, You should never be just kind of stuck, right? And a coach will help you get past the first hurdles or maybe even a later hurdle Uh, so that's really what i recommend for finding a trainer i firstly recommend you go look for one you find someone who's getting results with people maybe you know or maybe people you're aware of find someone who's getting the results that's the best billboard for a trainer is the results that they're getting the testimonials um, even the referrals someone telling you that you trust like this guy's great this girl's great go train with her or him Uh, That's my recommendation for you. I do have coaching on my website, www.triplefpodcast.com slash products. The word triple, the letter F, the word podcast.com slash products products. And I'll link that in the full description of the show. That is online coaching where I customize a program for you, help you out throughout your fitness journey. Um, There's different options there as far as month to month, phone calls, Skype conversations, um, just sending a program over for your goal with whatever equipment you have. Uh, Consider that it really helps support the show. It helps support me continue to put out these free episodes and all this free content. Um, so that would mean a lot if you went and check that out. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate the growth. I appreciate the shares. I appreciate the reviews, the subscriptions, and the coaching purchases. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Until next time, guys. See you later.